Yeah, so I grew up in the Shoreline Railroad industry. Um, I've spent the better part of 25 years railroading. And uh, we, uh, I've worked for a number of different companies, but uh, spent most of my career on a Shoreline Railroad in Southern Middle Tennessee. Now, what does that mean, Shoreline Railroad? Uh, there's three classes of railroads, Class 1, Class 2, Class 3. Class 3 is the Shortlines. Um and it's all, all the different classes are based upon annual revenue. Uh, so the class ones are the BNSFs, the UPs of the world. Uh, and then class twos are regional railroads that may be a little bit larger. Um, they're, I, I forget what the revenue breakup mm -hmm. is, but. Um, but that class one, these would be uh, trains that you drive from New York to L.A. and that kind of thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, they would be the bigger the bigger railroads in the country. Like I say, the UP, BNSF, uh, CSX, Norfolk Southern. Um, I thought about you the other day when there was some kind of a movie was on and they were showing back whenever it was, 100 years ago or so, when the two railroads met together oh yeah yeah and finally had a railroad that went coast to coast i guess right or whatever area they want to call it i thought about you and i thought he's doing he's going to put a railroad in our town yep um so you've worked only in railroads i mean that's been your uh i spent career. that that has been yes a big majority of my career i spent a couple of years uh working for an aluminum plant over uh, maintenance and procurement but uh those two years, I miss railroading every day when I was out of you it. You like so it. I love it. So you're, you're it. into it, bringing it here, and obviously everyone knows there are railroad tracks out here, uh, so there has been a railroad. Yes, sir. So what happened? Why isn't there one now, and what can happen? Well, there is one now. It's, it's open for business. Uh, we're working on a couple of different projects that will bring some traffic through, um, hopefully within the next several months, but, uh, uh, it is, it's, it's up and running. You know, we actually got our first, uh, rail car interchanged at NA junction, which is on the Western end of the line this morning. So, oh wow, 
Yeah. So it's a, it's a car that came in for storage, but it's our first traffic as far as where the new interchange tracks are built. So every day or so, I will cross from where I live, which is close to Ritgers. Yes, sir. I will cross Ritgers onto the highway over there, and I, I cross the tracks. Yes, sir. But I don't. I, I look because I'm looking for you. I'm hoping mm -hmm. to see you caught up there. But the day's coming. You're saying the day is coming. Yeah. I will have to stop. Yes, perhaps. sir. You should stop every time, <laughs> whether whether you think there's a train or not. Oh, oh I just got I just got, <laughs> got talking to. I got warning. Um, well, but it's important because you know the people around here are not used to seeing trains. Well, that's right. And you know they just you know drive right through the crossings and don't don't think a thing about it. And that's that's one of the big things that that when I first came on board. Uh, I was tasked with making sure that we educate the communities and educating them on, you know, safety around the tracks, safety at crossings, you know, should never, ever, ever trespass on a railroad. So shall we uh, make this a warning then today? Can we do yes, this on Yes, absolutely. Podcast? Yeah. Right? Uh, children. Stay yes. away from those tracks. Yes. Yes, exactly. I grew up when the, tr when I was young, the train was still coming through. So I grew up knowing, you know, now we tell our kids, you don't cross the highway. Well, when I was growing up, you don't cross those railroad tracks yeah. because we had a train come through several times sure. a day. And so, you know, I'm still in doctrine and, you know, I slow down and I look both ways, whether I know a train, you know, yeah. you know, I've known for 20 years, there's not going to be a train coming through, but it was still something that was, you yeah. don't cross yeah. unless you look. And, you know, that brings up a good point. I mean, this railroad's basically been shut down for 20 years. So there's... That's there's 20 year old kids out here that are driving around that have never seen a train come through here other than maybe a couple of here and there. What will we know? What will we hear? Uh, you'll hear the horn. Will it? Yeah. At every uh, crossing? Every crossing. Where there's a railroad, uh, where there's a highway. Yeah. So when I come up Victor's, I'll hear the horn. You but will hear the horn. Still look, eh? You should still look. <laughs> And do both intersections have the arms that come down? No. No? Okay. No. no. There's the only warning there is the it's a passive warning, so it's just the crossbuck signs. We don't have an intersection at all for that? For no, the, no crossing signals, crossing not a here in needs. Hmm. Uh, we upgraded four crossing signals on the on the property. Uh, and they were all the four state highways that cross the property. So that's three eighty five in Sheridan Lake. Um, 96 in Sugar City and 96 and 71 in Ordway and then further out on the line um, west of uh, Olney Springs on uh, near Fowler. I travel uh, through that way quite a bit but I have to go to uh, where do I have to go? Pueblo. Pueblo. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I want to say some other town that comes to mind I don't know why. What's the one in Kentucky? Paducah. I always want to say Paducah, <laughs> and I can't help it; it's just part of my life. What uh, what can you say about what a train will be doing? I mean, you're loading up what? I mean, well, obviously around here, the low hanging fruit is grain. Um, that is the reason that the Slovyev Group bought the property is was to protect rail traffic, and. Um, mm -hmm. You know, with the number of acres that they farm, it's uh, it'll 
end up in the long run being a significant savings for their for them as far as their transportation cost. Now we've also looked at some other things. You know, while 287 here uh, is a little bit of a headache with the truck traffic for local residents. Who's um, that? The uh, it does offer a, a unique situation in Eads is centrally located to go north, south, east, or west. And so we've explored some options on uh, setting up distribution centers and transload centers. We are in a good spot, aren't we? We are for stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you're watching that, of course, and that, that kind of grain uh, obviously is, is a, a winner. Culturally, mm -hmm. uh, what else is there? Cat? Any, is there any cattle on uh, I don't know how much cattle would probably move now. Now some inbound grain uh, for feed may, uh, you know, something like that may come about. But are we going to see workmen along these tracks at any point uh, hitching up and all those kinds of things? Yeah that I know nothing about what's going on. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll have trains moving. You know, it, it may be a few months because, uh, you know, we've got some other infrastructure outside of the railroad that, uh, that has to be completed. But, um, are you impatient? Am I impatient? Mm -hmm. Um, that depends. I mean, you've seen so much in railroading. Mm -hmm. And I, I, but I wonder if, if, if you're, you're hearing the people say, when's this going to happen? What's going to happen? Do you, do you find that a little bit irritating or do you? No, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't find it irritating at all. I get it. You know, we, this is a small community and, you know, the railroad being a viable option for people to utilize is, is important. And uh, so, yeah, I, I don't get frustrated with that at all. Uh, I wish that we were already moving trains on a more regular basis, but uh, that's uh, that's in the process. So it is a part of the process, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's you can't say to the community we're going to do this and have it done that day. I mean, it's yeah, obviously yeah, it, it's a moving target. Yeah. So um, going back to you know seeing workmen, is there an employment opportunity for people in our area as the railroad kind of picks up speed? Yeah, yeah, there there will definitely be employment opportunities. Um, you know, when I came out, I brought a guy that I've worked with since uh, the early '90s, and um, uh, but since then we've hired one local, um, and uh, there will be an opportunity in the coming months probably for at least three or four more to be hired and we're certainly looking at sourcing locally. Mm -hmm. Well, perfect. And is that like any kind of income or not income education requirements or is on the job training or there both. Mm -hmm. um, there are some schools for say uh, locomotive engineers and conductors that, you know, they have to be certified. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, we would do a, like a six week school and then there was to be some on the job training as well. Perfect. And will there be people moving here? Uh, we hope to use lo local. I'm wondering, um, because I guess, you know, this community is known for being a welcoming community. Yes. Uh, and at the same time, 
uh, I'm trying to search for the word, but there is a, a sense that the community also says, but we want to know who you are. You're welcome, but we want to know who you are and what you're like. Yeah. And if we really are going to enjoy having you here, I, I, just, mm -hmm. I just feel that. Or in other words, if you come to each to live or Kiowa County, come with the idea that you can contribute something educationally in areas of areas of business of one kind or the another. Workforce, yeah, yeah, the workforce. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and do you see that happening? With people coming at all, or do you think it, it can be taken care of right here? Uh, I think uh, I think we can take care of it here. Um, there's a number of people that I've spoken with that are good candidates for, you know, to come on board with us. And, you know, we're excited about that. And That's a surprise to me, Randy. I mean, I would think that, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, I would say, oh, these people are experienced in railroading and we're not. And so therefore, but you can train them here. Yes, sir. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great. We don't, I don't like to keep things to myself. So I was taught by somebody mm -hmm. and uh, if we don't teach somebody down the road, then right. you know, it's a lost art. So Yeah, it'll die when, you know, the educated die, you know, those things will just fizzle out. We see that in a lot of industries, yeah. you know, especially as technology keeps advancing, you know, we stop learning the old ways. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, and eventually we may have to go back to some of those old ways. And, you know, the railroad may very well be a, one of those transportation forms of transportation we're going to rely on, you know, if things, you know, get worse within our country or, you know, if the economic situation continues to get worse, we may come to re yeah. you know, rely on that more and more. It's an, it's an old technology, but uh, it's still done the same way it was a hundred years ago. So, well, I can almost attest to what happened a hundred years ago, but not quite <laughs> close. But I, do, I, do, I do remember when I was just a little guy in Gary, Indiana, uh, my dad was a steel worker, and I remember hearing a block or two blocks away when the train would come through. And it was, to me now, these many, many years later, a sound that I cherished. It was a part of my being. Right. And it was the ding, ding, ding of the train and, of course, the sounds, mm -hmm. all the sounds that went with that. I have no idea what they were carrying or what they were for, except it was a train in my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I'd like to see kids here who are going to stay off the track. Yeah. But I would like to see kids here have that kind of history as they go up. And the, the learning the train. Yeah, the train used to come through our town. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's coming back. That's great. That's, it's, it's more than just uh, a kind of memory job you know i understand that but i'm looking forward to it and seeing what happens and i would say just as i see it matt matt prince by the way with us talking about the railroad coming in and, and matt i'm i'd like to say as i understand this community welcome welcome to this yes. wonderful industry this this railroading industry and you bring not just the hope of the community, but your own history. Uh, yeah. Matt, I was going to ask you, other than, you know, with great exporting grain out of here, that's going to, that could potentially save 
um, some farmer, local farmers, um, transportation costs. Is there any other type of revenue from the railroad that could come into our county? Like, is there a use tax or anything like that? Yeah, I'm, I can speak about Tennessee, Alabama, and Louisiana as far as uh, taxes that railroads pay, uh, property taxes. Um, they pay an ad valorem tax that's based upon the amount of revenue that they generate and carloads and property values. They don't necessarily pay a specific property tax, but they pay these ad valorem taxes. Okay. And I'm, I believe Colorado is very, very similar. I think so. I used what feels like forever ago, I was kind of a little bit in the oil industry with my family. Mm. And on the wells east of town, uh, we have working interest in those. And we paid, that was part of our tax, the ad valorem tax yeah. was paid to the county. So it may very well be that yeah. here also. Yeah. Good question. So it'll be, you know, it'll be a, a little bit of a boost for, you know, the mm. county. and mm. so. Very good. Our hope is that that would cause our personal taxes to go down. <laughs> that would, that's always the hope. <laughs> I'm just really kidding. But, uh, you know, we're always looking at that end, that end of the angle, mm -hmm. you know. Very good. Well, Matt Prince, this is a, a wonderful and hopeful day that we're having right now, just talking about this. And I've encouraged people with my column, by the way, to uh, listen to this podcast and, and catch on to what's going on. Mm -hmm. I, want, I, I want there to be... Uh, I mean, are we going to have a day when we say, hey, Eads, it's here. It's starting today. Is it going to be, are we going to have a celebration? We've had, at some point, we are. Um, obviously, my wife and I enjoy getting involved in the uh, the celebrations around town. So, And it's um, a good one for that, isn't it, this town? Yeah. Oh. Yes, it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, there we'll have some type of event. Uh, once things are more solidified and, and we're moving more traffic, but uh, we've had a couple of different events already announcing trains coming through with storage trains. So, right, right. Um, well, Grant, have anything else? You know, not really. I think we've covered about all the the questions I had. I might just touch on the education one more time. For mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I, I, my son is going to be getting his permit, you know, in June and. His permit meaning his driving permit, so uh, that he can start practice driving. We'll get off the sidewalks. Yep. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'll <laughs> let you know for sure what day that is. But you know, is there a program? Is there you know he'll take driver's ed, mm. and I, but I don't know. Do they cover you know tra train traffic safety or? I'm not familiar with what the state of Colorado has in their driver's education requirements, but um, a good resource is uh, Operation Lifesaver. Okay. And that uh, we actually gave out um, coloring books that talk about train safety for Mary on Main the other day. Yep, we got those. And mm -hmm. uh, so, and the, the train whistles too. I so. would like to um, request that those train whistles uh, might not end up in all these goodie bags that you guys like to give out. As the mother of four, yeah. sometimes up to six children in my house. I, I do not so much appreciate the train whistles, yeah, well. but they belong outside. So it, yes. often in my front yard, it sounds like there are several trains running through. So. Find one Somebody maybe dropped one. Out yeah. There. Oh, I, I think I've hidden a few, so I'll just still bring one down to you. 
But yeah, Operation Lifesaver has got some great, uh, their website's really good. Um, we'll be doing, I've done a couple of, of uh, uh, presentations at the schools uh, prior to COVID. And uh, so we'll be doing those again. We'll work with the schools and likely do those in the, the spring semester. Because um, we've got to have these kids thinking about this stuff. That's right. And, That's right. That's right. Um, and we've been talking about it, you know, for a couple of years, you know, since this all started. Yeah. But I think maybe some of them are starting to like, it's it's getting put in the back of their mind. So I think yeah. just keeping it constantly, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, you have to stop. You have to every time. Yep. And the COVID thing did interrupt everything. Mm -hmm. You know, honestly, it interrupted our time. You know, mm -hmm. our time frame as well. So oh, I mean, yes. it, I, mean it put, I think everything. I, yeah. As you look, you talk to people about anything, business, industry, mm -hmm. education, everything was affected yeah. by that that terrible thing. Yeah. Pandemic. Pandem Pandemic. Pandemic. <laughs> I call it the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we'll be getting back in the schools. Um, you know, we we visited with Plainview School, Eads, Crowley County. You know, we'll we'll be getting back in these schools and putting on Operation Lifesaver presentations. And um, but I can't express enough. No matter where you're at, crossing a railroad track, whether you know that it's shut down, whether you know there's 50 trains a day, always look. You you got me. I'm, I'm being. I'm careful now. I mean, from this point on, I haven't been as careful as I. You got me. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be a bad guy. Well, I tell you, and and what scare it's it's scary to be in that engineer seat and a car come across in front of you, and you can't do anything about it. I've oh. got a number of stories that I could tell you of, mm -hmm. you know, times that it uh, it could have easily been fatal. And so, well, we've seen, you know, I know in Cheyenne County for sure, several years ago, my ex-sister-in-law, her father was killed in a mm -hmm. combine that broke down right there on the, the tracks, you know, cause he mm -hmm. tried to beat it and it yeah. is, it's just, it, I don't know if it was fate or what, but that combine just stopped right there and he didn't even have time to get out. So yeah. it's, we've seen those tragedies here too. It, you know, and, and I mean, there are, to, uh, several victims in those situations. Yeah, it's it's a good thing to bring that up uh, yeah. to people listening to this podcast. Listen very carefully to these <clears throat> experts like Matt Prince, who've been there, and mm -hmm. those who have observed things like you've seen. Mm -hmm. right? I, I've never seen a bad situation except in the movies, mm -hmm. and uh, it's worse than that, actually. And uh, yeah. yeah, we want to be very careful. Yeah. Warn our people. Look, look, listen at the crossings. Do not trespass. Don't, don't uh, take your take a mom with a camera out and mm -hmm. have a photo shoot mm -hmm. on the tracks. You know, if you want to shoot pictures, uh, shoot stand about fifty feet away. Yeah, just Photoshop it. How fast does a a train usually go? Like, what's it? Speed, if it's just well, the, like that. the speed on our on our line is 25, uh, but we've got permanent speed restrictions of 10 miles an hour through Eads, mm -hmm. Ordway, um, Sugar City, Sheridan Lake. But yeah, mm -hmm. 
typically the class ones, you know, they're running 45, 50, mm -hmm. up to 70 miles an hour. How long does it take a train to stop? Like if there was an emergency and they had to, you know, pull the brake or whatever it is. If it's a hundred car train and you're doing 25 miles an hour, it will likely take you a mile to stop. Wow. Oh, that's, that's something I think a lot of people need to, to hear that. because that's, yeah. I would have thought it would have been shorter than that, but yeah, I think both depending on you know depending on the weight of the train, mm -hmm. I mean, and how many cars you've got, that that distance varies. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a full unit train, um, it's it takes a while. Yeah, there's a lot of power there. So. You know, the word that I'm thinking, caution. Mm -hmm. Yes, Just be cautious. Yes, and the better part of cautious, as you said, is don't. Get in front of a train. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stay off the track. Uh, in any case, and it's it's very unforgiving. You know, when you've got a, a ten thousand ton mm. train, it's uh, it's not easy to stop. And it, so, if, uh, I, if I pull up the little, is a little there's a little rise when mm -hmm. I go to Whitker's and, and cross right there. Um, what do I do? I look both ways, obviously, the way a, a child is taught to look both ways on the street. It's just like any other intersection. You've got a yield sign there. You, you know, you so if I stop and look anything, both ways. And, if I see anything on the track, do I wait? Or do I... You need to wait and see if it's something that's moving. Um, you know, I mean, we've got our truck up and down the railroad all the time now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... Sometimes our truck may be sitting a hundred feet off of a crossing, but it's sitting there and they're working on the track. Mm -hmm. So, so you need to, cross them. yeah, you know, if you see something, you need to, you need to judge what, what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, caution. Extreme caution. Well, we're going to do that, Matt. Thank <laughs> you for coming in and doing this. This has been very educational. Yes, for me. very, very I've learned a lot here. And, uh, and it's hard to teach an old dog to, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, Matt, thank you. Good to be with you. Again. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks, yeah. Matt. No, thanks for having us. And, uh, you know, just from my family to everybody else, have a Merry Christmas. And, thank uh, you. And all the rest thanks, of it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and uh, go Big Orange. <laughs> all right.